3: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast.
4: Welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Uh, So happy that the radio signal is working this morning. Uh, At least that's dependable. Unlike my phone, which has pretty much been out since about on and off since about 4 a.m. and completely since about 540 this morning. I have not had cellular service to my cell phone, my iPhone. Uh, Kim's got it, I believe. Right, Carl, you do too. Am well, I right about that? You've had it on and off,
3: but I have I have it on Wi Fi.
4: So. Well, I do too. But the point is, the cellular service says SOS. There is no existing cell signal for my phone to pick up right now.
5: I mean, mine. Mine says SOS right now.
4: Okay. Yeah. Currently
5: texting our boss, but I. I have been able to receive text messages, but I I feel like Carl, you said earlier this morning you tried to call me and it just went straight to voicemail. Right. So
4: well, calls can go through if you if you're on Wi Fi, if you have Wi Fi right. hooked which up, which we would
5: though, which I'm is on. odd. I'm on Wi Fi. I got 5G E right, 5GE the, right the, now. The,
4: the problem is if you're out driving around, it's it's the reason I texted my daughter earlier. I wanted her to be aware of this because she's a relatively new driver, and I want her to know if she leaves the house. If my phone's not working, there's a good chance hers isn't. So something you need to be aware of and know what to do. We're so dependent on these things now, right? You're just going to pull over and call 911 or call AAA to to get roadside service, and your phone's not working.
5: Well, think about how many people rely on GPS. I'm glad I know where my office is because otherwise. (laughs) The GPS still worked. Oh, it did work. Okay. So that, for the most
4: part, that's a geosynchronous satellite that your phone hooks up to that knows where you are all the time, which is a comforting thought. huh? Um, But the point is, it still works. It's just your cellular service is not allowing you to uh, do anything if you're outside of a Wi-Fi signal right now. Uh, In many cases, it's nationwide. We do know that. To my knowledge, Carl, and you've been watching the headlines over my shoulder here as well, we still don't know what's causing it. To to my knowledge, we've not good, gotten a good explanation from anyone this morning as to why we're having uh, this this problem across the country.
3: And some people were reporting that their uh, satellite had not been working for the last couple of days. I don't know if that was TV or radio, but. There's weird stuff going on, cyber
5: attack for mm-hmm. Francis Howell's school. I'm just saying this is like a scene out of Leave the World Behind. <laughs>
4: It's spotty. It's go down. Watch out for those white people. Does that mean it's Obama's fault? It could be. Barack Obama's
5: fault. fault. I'm going to blame this on Obama. Thank you, Carl. Mm -hmm.
2: You're welcome.
4: That's a line in the movie for those of you who who haven't seen it, by the way. Um, It's on Netflix. I did did watch it because my wife and daughter wanted to watch it, so I, I sat through it it wasn't awful. It no, was, it's not awful, it's, but
5: it's it's eerie because you feel like it could actually happen. And when I say actually yeah. happen, I mean it kind of is. The phones go down, the Teslas start driving them, the self-driving Teslas start just driving themselves crazy, and yeah. going crazy, uh-huh. blocking the interstate so you can't leave. So, if you see a Tesla driving hey, itself, hey, just we're in the movie apparently. I
4: got Elon, I got a text from Elon Musk. He wants to talk to you about that. Mhm. Mhm be careful. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, still to come, we're going to get to former Senator Jim Talent. A little later, we're going to discuss what Kim brought up this morning on Kim on a whim in case you missed it. And that is what what is going on with your health? What is going on with people's health related to maybe the COVID shot? And are there is there a higher incident these days of younger people having heart problems? Is there any connection? Uh, We're going to discuss that at about 748 this morning, so be sure and stay tuned for that. First, though, here are our top
2: stories. Carl, the Mark Cox shortlist. An innocent victim caught in the crossfire of a rolling gun battle along I-270 in Bridgeton today. Two cars were exchanging gunfire along northbound 270. Yeah,
4: watch out out there. That happened at 1230 in the afternoon yesterday. A sort of rolling gun battle is how they described it. One of the cars got away. They still haven't captured a suspect.
2: There is a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists. There are the social media drivers. Oh, Justin Trudeau, he
4: wants you to know that he's on to you. And he does not like the fact that you can get information from more than one or two sources.
2: Well, I mean, it is what it is, so it doesn't change the fundamental facts.
4: Jim Jordan says there's still plenty of corruption with the Bidens taking foreign money through Hunter for the big guy, even though one FBI informant has now pleaded guilty to lying about a portion of that. You see a lot of these weird
6: people teaching classes, and you don't necessarily want them giving advice to children about decisions for the rest of their life. And here's...
4: Yeah, uh Joe Rogan, if you didn't recognize the the voice there, and yes, we've already had to go in and edit out some bad words, because Joe is a podcaster, and he can say what he wants.
5: And has a potty mouth.
4: And he drops F-bombs all the time, and, and uh, a, a lot of other things. And, that, and that's okay. He's expressive.
5: <laughs> is that what you want to call it?
4: He, he's expressive. He's expressive. You know who he was interviewing there? Ooh, Doctor Phil, really? And Doctor Phil uh, is of the belief, and he's given a lot of advice over the years. Uh, have you ever watched this show? I love, I love doc, some old Doctor Phil. Uh, he, he, he's talking to Doctor Phil about what we're, how influential teachers can be on children, and he's playing some of those TikTok videos of these crazy people with purple hair and multiple nose rings who are telling you. I'm, I'm transgender, and this is what I'm teaching your children, and I you don't even they, know it, and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. So that's kind of the issue they were te- they were talking about here. And Rogan's like, why don't we have higher standards for first of all for who we have in the classroom, and second of all, why don't we acknowledge the fact that you can convince a child to do just about anything, and yet we want to believe them when they tell us that they need to have hormones and surgery at a young age. And I thought it was. Um, I thought he hit the nail on the head, to be honest. You see a lot of these weird people teaching classes, and you don't necessarily want them giving advice to children about decisions for the rest of their life. And here's an important point that people need to really take into consideration. There's a reason why they have little kids become suicide bombers, because you can talk kids into almost anything. You can talk them into believing in Santa
6: Claus. You talk kids into believing in all kinds of ridiculous because they're really young. You could easily convince them in one way or another that they're anything.
4: That they're 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 queer, that they're trans. You could one hundred percent convince some kids
3: of all kinds of things, especially by reinforcing it with love and support and happiness. Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why you can't affirm a four year old when they want to dress like if it's a girl and they want to dress like a boy. You're not like, yeah, you know what? You were probably born in the wrong body because how easy is it for them to then start to believe that?
4: Well, and I don't know. I don't. Is the Doctor Phil show still on?
5: I thought it. I, no, I he's no, starting I, his own network. So, okay. So wait, so. is Do- Dr. Phil's not conservative though, is he? Uh, I mean, apparently to, the, more
4: conservative than you'd like to believe, guess, which is why John Rogan's
5: podcast. Which
4: is why Oprah has uh, who helped get him started has distanced herself because she can't be
7: friends with conservatives. Listen. I don't think it's appropriate or safe for children and I think you have there is a huge body of literature uh that addresses these issues from End to end, there's not a huge body of literature about the transgender population, and that's the problem. And what literature is out there suggests that you get, and this is where this is what you see from uh, the European countries. They've done study after study from uh, these suppressive hormones compared to doing psychotherapy, and there's not much difference. If you do psychotherapy, you can ease the depression. You can ease the suicidal tendencies with psychotherapy without doing the irreversible things. They say, yeah, yeah.
5: Wow. I'm I'm surprised I, that he's saying some of those things, to be honest. I've never really been a huge Dr. Phil fan.
4: Wow. Think how many marriages he's saved.
5: You know, you've been spot You're on saying. with the impersonations. Dr. Phil, now I feel like I heard some Irish coming out during the shortlist.
4: I started to. i got to watch Man myself. Man of many talents,
5: folks. Mark I'm, Cox.
4: I'm really good at that. My wife might disagree, but I think I'm really good at, the, at, at, at accents. So I'll just have to say uh, Particularly when I'm traveling overseas. Drives her
2: crazy. All
4: right, oh, coming up, former Senator Jim Talon <laughs> is going to join us. We'll be right back.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: We have 28 countries. We have 28 countries, and they would take an advantage tremendously. You know, look, the European nations. I happen to be a long time ago, my parents, my grandparents came from a place called Europe. So I love it, but they are very smart and they took advantage. They've taken advantage of us on trade and they've taken advantage of us on NATO. And what happened, what I did is I told them, if you don't pay up, I'm not going to defend you." And they said, I can't believe it. Nobody else ever said that. Bush came in, he made a speech, and they left. Obama came in, he made a speech. We were supporting almost 100%. In my opinion, we were paying for Europe's military. Almost.
4: We've got former Senator Talent, fortunately, on the phone this morning because uh, he texted me just beforehand and said, Hey, my phone's not working. So we've been talking about that all morning, Jim. This is weird. I don't know if the Russians are hacking us or what's going on here.
8: Uh, I am the last person in the world to ask about why this is happening. <laughs> all I know is my phone wasn't working, and so I went on line, and they said AT&T is down. So I will yeah. wait patiently and, in the meantime, talk to you my wife's phone. So Very nice.
4: Service. All right. Well, thank her for us. Uh, We appreciate that, Brenda. We do. Uh, So the uh, you heard me play that bite there from President Trump. He was on with Laura Ingram the other night uh, trying to explain what he meant when he talked about NATO and funding at NATO and and what he did compared to what Barack Obama did. What's your take on on that and and NATO's um, funding and the responsibility of these countries to to donate two percent of their GDP toward their own defense?
8: Yeah, and they weren't doing it for years. They're still not doing it as well as they should. But uh, and this is interesting, Mark, because when the president did that, and given some of the other comments he made about NATO, I criticized him for it because the, the NATO alliance is important to the United States, but he's the one who got results. I mean, they increased spending. And as a matter of fact, as I recall, the secretary general of NATO complimented him on that. Um, so what this shows is and, – and I think I learned something from that. In other words and, – and Trump knows this because, you know, he knows how to do deals. In other words, he knows how partnerships work over time, which is, look, if if they're not living up to their end, you do need to show some fame. You need to say, look, uh, if it's not important to you, why should it be important to us? In, es- in essence, that's what he was saying. And it got results. Um, yeah. Yeah, really, I mean – There are a lot of things he did that were disruptive, um, but most of them worked. Um, He dragged us in the 21st century where China policy is concerned. It was really a complete turnaround on a strategic level. Look what he did with the Abraham Accords. Everybody else had been trying to solve the Palestinian question, thinking that's the way to get uh, regional stability. And Trump said, no, the way to get it is to stop making it an issue, because it really isn't to most of the countries. And instead uh build a coalition around opposition to Iran and that worked. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know why people can't have, have a balanced approach to Trump. Not everything he did worked, but he had some really good ideas and he executed well on them.
4: Yep. It's called Trump Derangement Syndrome. They they can't get past their hatred for the man to to look at some of the policies, I think. Really uh, that has a lot to do with it here. Um
8: Yeah, and it and it really is true also that um I mean you just think about other relationships or other kinds of partnerships. i mean, if if you're constantly begging the other party to do what they've committed to do, you're it's it's almost like an abusive relationship, right? In other words, you're you know you're you're showing such weakness that they know they can do whatever they want. And so, yeah, I thought actually what he did ended up working
4: well, uh, let me get your thoughts. I, I've heard a lot about this Ukraine funding bill. The Democrats are. Trying to force Speaker Johnson to allow a floor vote on it. Do, do, when's the last time they they did the the trick where they had to sign if enough people signed up, it automatically got to go to yeah, a floor discharge vote? Petition. A discharge petition. That's and it. I think
8: yeah. it may I think it may come to that. I'm going to get into a little House arcane eye here. Okay, I think the problem is they don't want to put it on the suspension calendar. Now that's a sort of a simplistic way of passing bills. It takes a two thirds vote. They probably have the two-thirds, but you shouldn't do major legislation on the suspension calendar. So they want to do it in the regular order, which means they have to get a rule. Again, this gets complicated, but the, the Rules Committee produces a rule which determines how the debate will be conducted. But you have to pass the rule first before you can have the debate. And my guess is yeah. that they can't pass the rule because if they put in amendments, allow amendments that the Republicans like, the Democrats won't vote for it and vice versa. So They've got a problem. Look, this is an important issue of public policy. People can vote how they want, but the House needs to find a way to debate and vote on it. Yeah,
4: well, and may, and maybe they will. And I, I, the White House is trying to claim that it's having a real impact on the ground in Ukraine. Um, it, it, I heard Joe Biden trying to defend it the other day. I mean, do you, do you, do you feel that's the truth?
8: Well, I think it will eventually. Yeah. I mean, the Ukraines need our support. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Now again, this goes back to the to the fact that the administration has not has done just a zero job of explaining what American interests are are at stake here. I mean, basically, what they said is Putin is a bad guy, so we should support the Ukraine. No, Putin is a bad guy, but there's lots of bad guys that we would not who would do something like this where we wouldn't get involved. I mean, the Saudis aren't the greatest people in the world, and and we work with them. That's true. It's American interests that are at stake, okay? And I I guess you're running out of time, but we've talked about that before. I
4: appreciate you giving me some time this morning in a challenging cell phone environment, my friend. We'll talk soon.
8: Okay, Mark. All
4: right. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to be back here in just a minute. Stay
3: tuned. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.
1: We've certainly discussed it before, and here it still stands. This structure, very close to what is a pretty busy road. Often a lot of cars coming by this intersection, and you can see it's close to the sidewalk as well, often blocking it, and the lawsuit says it's on private property. The homeowners say they have tried all the proper channels to try to get the city to relocate the people living there. That now they have to take the fight to court.
4: <laughs> yeah, we we I mentioned this earlier this morning, but uh, Channel 4 reporting last night on this this homeless encampment right in front of somebody's house in South St. Louis. And they've been trying for years to get rid of it, and they can't. And, I mean, I'm thinking I'd back up with a pickup truck and I'd I'd throw all this stuff away. And then I'm sure I'd be sued by the city for doing it, who seems to be more interested in protecting the rights of homeless people than the residents whose property value is being damaged.
5: Right, and this is not this. just like one little area they've set up. I mean, this is a very large homeless encampment, if you're looking at the picture, right smack dab in the middle of, of someone's home. So you were saying earlier, Mark, that affects their property values. I have to wonder, does this family that lives there, do they have kids? Do they feel comfortable then with their kids running around and playing outside?
4: Yeah, I, I apparently not. Apparently, the, the, the people that, that are inside this tent are of Somali descent, don't speak good english if if much at all and have been threatening to anybody that comes around them it's a man and a woman so i don't know if any kids live in that house or not the family can't use their front door this was the rest of the story and our our friend bevis shock who is an attorney who may be the one uh, handling this case for the family who lives there he just he's like listen these folks are being they have no rights how is this possible almost go into the into the chest and everything.
1: This is in the Tower Grove South neighborhood. The homeowners near here say the couple living in the camp bathe out in the open, use the storm sewer as a toilet. There are strong odors, rats, and sometimes dangerous conditions like cooking happening inside the structure. The neighbors say they cannot freely go in and out of their front door because of the couple, who reportedly are Sudanese and do not speak much English. And they say they have acted aggressively towards the homeowners. In the past the city has said they have tried to relocate the couple but now the homeowners attorney says something has to be done and the city's efforts to move a much larger encampment away from City Hall recently he says is proof it can be done.
2: The question before all of us is which side is the city on In on the side of people who have purchased a home in the city they pay their mortgage they have jobs Is that the side we're going to be on or are we going to be on the people in the tent who contribute nothing to society and in fact cause a hindrance to the solid middle class citizens?
5: What the homeowners need to do is get Kamala Harris to come speak in uh, the Tower Grove South neighborhood and that homeless encampment will be poof all of a sudden cleaned up it'll be
4: it it will be closed for restoration Mm is now with a a large
5: gate that nothing ever happens but it's closed for restoration
4: (laughs) if you've missed that the the park down here that we refer to as homeless park where there used to be open drug deals and everything at all hours of the day right across from city hall where the firefighters memorial is that's the one that they closed down they put signs on it that said closed for restoration the signs are still up They've done nothing to the park, period. No, there's been nothing done whatsoever. So the homeless people moved their tents across the street around City Hall. Well, then Kamala Harris comes to, to town for the some sort of fall DNC meeting, and then poof, all the homeless tents got moved because they didn't want Kamala Harris to drive by City Hall and see them. And then they popped up down the hall, down the street at City Hall. Like, uh, I'm sorry, Civil Courts Building. And
5: there's criminal trash. Courts, ev- there's like one building. tent remaining and there's trash everywhere. Yeah. It's an eyesore.
4: It's a mess. I'm I, not I'm not quite sure.
5: I'm not saying this is mature, but I'm just saying, why couldn't you just like get a bunch of dead fish and just put them all around the tent there? You just got to do something ridiculous. <clears throat> Maybe it's so stinky around there that they don't care and that wouldn't even phase them if there's already rats and other things. Yeah. But, mean that's what you got to do.
4: I, I, I want to be clear here. I I improperly referred to these people as Somali. Somali is several hundred miles away from Sudan. These people are Sudanese who live in this tent. So if I've I've, um, misidentified you there, I apologize. Chances are they don't have a TV in that tent. I guess it's possible or a radio. Uh, And their cell phone's not, their free phone from the government is probably not working right now because of the cell phone outage all over the country. Um, tell you what, we're going to do here at the top of the hour. We're going to pivot here just a little bit because of uh, what's going on uh, with uh, the um, w- with the cell phones. I'm, I'm going to ask our friend George Rosenthal uh, to join us at about 8:08. He is with ThrottleNet. Uh, ThrottleNet, of course, builds IT security systems for companies, and they they deal with. The possibility of hackings and threats all the time. I want to pick George's brain on what he thinks is going on. That is assuming his phone is working and we can get him on the air here this morning at about 8.08. So stay tuned for that. We don't have any clear answers on this. We, we monitor multiple uh, news feeds up here above my left shoulder and we've been watching for somebody to come out and say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Verizon says that uh, somebody accidentally unplugged something, and that's why we had these outages. We've got nothing so far mm-hmm. this morning, right? No. Not Joe spilled a cup of coffee on the mainframe, nothing. We, we, don't, we don't know uh, what may be causing this. If you're just waking up, you're just listening, my phone, uh, which is a, a, a newer iPhone, so I don't think it's the phone itself. I've got cricket service which is through AT&T's network, I've mostly been without service now for two hours. Uh, at four, 4 a.m. I was out. It briefly came back on about 5.40 this morning once the show had started. It went out. All I see is SOS at the top of my phone. And it's pretty much, with with one exception, it bounced back a few minutes ago, then it went off again. I've been without cell coverage for two hours here yep. in downtown. friend of mine lives in South County. He had it in South County. When he got to downtown, it was no longer working. Hmm. It was a SOS again.
5: Mine says SOS, but it wasn't earlier. But it, it makes you realize how much we all rely on our phones.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, you're lost without it. That's oh, so you I, are. I, it's the reason I called my – I reached out to my daughter. I texted her. I, I signed on to the Wi-Fi here, and I texted her and said, um, just be aware that if you when you leave the house – you're not going to have cell phone coverage in, in case something was to happen. So just just know that uh, before you leave, your, your, your GPS will still work, oddly enough. Um, but you, you're not you're not going to um, you're not going to have your cell phone coverage. So I'm trying to confirm with George Rosenthal right now from ThrottleNet in real time. So we'll get him on here about 8:08 right at the top of the hour. Earlier this morning, we talked a little bit about health. And specifically related to the COVID shots, right? And, and, you know, we were observing that we've noticed with our eyes, we have two eyes and a brain, that what seems like a pretty sharp increase in young people seem to be just keeling over these days from heart problems. What, what's causing that? Is it related to the shot? Is it related to covid We're going to talk to somebody who's been looking into this uh, coming up here in the next segment. Stay stay tuned for that. It's going to be an interesting conversation. About 8.08, I've just got a confirmation here. My friend George Rosenthal from ThrottleNet is going to join us with his thoughts on whether or not this could be sunspots or hacking or what's going on with our cell phone systems. We'll be right back.
1: It's a question so many people have wondered. Does the COVID-19 vaccine have an impact on my health? Now, the largest COVID study ever conducted is providing some answers. A link between the vaccine and heart and brain disorders has been uncovered.
2: Researchers with Global COVID Vaccine Safety Project reached this conclusion after collecting data from nearly 100 million people across eight different countries. Today, I spoke with a local medical expert who says the COVID vaccine still outweighs
4: the risks. Uh, Kim brought this up earlier in Kim on a Whim because of this report by a local news station, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, who still wanted to bring up the fact that COVID might still pose a greater risk than getting the shot. But there is some evidence that the shot may pose part of the problem, too. I, I don't claim to know all the answers. What I do know is I seem to have been noticing a large number of young people, athletes in many cases, Men mostly, seem to be mm-hmm. having heart problems. I don't know. Um, we've got uh, Justin Rothling's show uh, chauff- Rattling, chauffeur. I knew I'd blow that, Justin. I apologize for it. Uh, welcome into the show. How are you?
6: Not a problem at all. It's it, it happens every single time I'm on one of these. So it's uh, uh, it's great to be here.
4: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. You are a performance coach to a lot of elite athletes. What, what's your what is your take on this? I know I'm not imagining it. I, I see the headlines. I see the stories. They seem to be more common than than ever for young athletes to be having heart problems
6: yeah i think when you start to look at it there's there's a couple things that we have to keep at the forefront Um, number one is that there's been a rise in heart attacks or heart related conditions in young individuals not just athletes but young individuals as a whole over the last 10 years so this precedes COVID, and so um, we've been seeing a constant rise in this now there's no question that there's been some complications there's no no um uh no argument that there's uh, been certain instances where the vaccine has led to um uh, people oh, having some levels of complications yeah. yep myocarditis and some of these other things that are showing up in in people But I think we have to take a deeper look at some of the things that are actually going on and realize that our habits and our behaviors, the way we're living, some of the other trends that we're seeing in this world are also a major factor and a major contributor to some of the results that we're ending up seeing.
5: So what would some of those factors be in your mind?
6: Yeah, so when you start looking at it, I mean, the obesity rate in our country is nearing 60 percent, like more than one in two people. Is obese. Number two is close to fifty percent of people suffer from some type of anxiety, depression, um, uh, or inability to manage stress. Uh, over fifty percent of uh, people in our in our country uh, don't get uh, more than six hours of sleep a night, and so these factors, these lifestyle habit and behavior factors, are as well a contributor to how your body's adapting to stress and strain, thus leading you exposed to having some other forms of um, uh, of heart complications.
4: Wow. I mean, you, you think about that. Now, I understand the obesity factor. There, there's probably some anxiety and things like that. But but I, I'd like to see the chart, I don't know if you've looked at it or not, just over the Past three years, I I know you said going back ten years that it started trending up. I just wonder if it's. I I think it's almost got to be a a little sharper an increase over the past three
6: years. I don't know the numbers specifically, so I can't specifically speak to that. But um, the 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 unique thing that I think we start to see, however, is and and this is this this goes off of a little bit my opinion, but also data um, that. We are so quick to pass the buck. We're so quick to place blame. We're so quick to um, accept the mediocrity and the um, pursuit of comfort when it comes to habits and behaviors that we engage in, Hmm. but so quick to. Also blame something like like the COVID vaccine. Um, now, do I know do I know exactly uh, what the outcomes would be if we chose to exercise on a consistent basis, get great sleep, m- manage our stress well, and uh, eat high quality foods, and still get the vaccine versus not? No, I don't have that data. I don't exactly know, but you can only imagine that if we chose to behave a little bit more. Um, uh, actionably a little bit more proactively taking ownership of how we behaved and take control into our own hands of what we could control that we would be in a better situation
5: well i think that's what's frustrating is that when people had covid they it's almost like they wouldn't initially come out and say oh by the way if you're extremely overweight you're at a higher risk it's like that was like taboo to say that and and i think that's (laughs) what really frustrates me
6: uh, i i couldn't agree with you more um it, i think during that whole period of time where um it was almost acceptable to wear the blindfold mm-hmm. and be like oh here's the solution here's the, it's just like yeah, it's just, just it, get the it, shot. It, it literally mirrors Yep, it was. It literally mirrors what we were doing even pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, oh, you ne- it's it's not the obesity issue. It's not the exercise issue. It's not the sleep issue. It's not the stress management issue. Here, just to just take a pill. It's no different than today. Just here, yeah. take Ozempic. Uh, there, it's deeper than that. It's deeper seated in our culture, and it's something Jim. that I talk about in um, my book, The Power of Ownership, where Justin, what I, we consider normal is broken.
4: I'm gonna run out of time, Justin. Thanks for your time all right we're going to be back with more on this cell phone outage top of the hour
2: get more at (sighs) 971talk.com
0: spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too